Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Everybody, welcome to the Francast. We are really excited to be here today to be giving our assessment of season two. We have reviewed all of the episodes, and now we are doing our ranking and talking about the season as a whole. It's our favorite show, The Nanny, and uh, I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hello. All right, how are y'all doing? Doing all right. Hanging in there. <laughs> Hanging in. Pretty good, yeah. Hanging in there. Yeah. I, I don't know. For some reason, it's every week. It's like, oh shoot, that's that that came up before I even knew. It. It's like the the weeks just the days just mesh together, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's time again. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> How did that happen? But uh, but this is a nice one where you can kind of look back at the season covering the season as a whole um what do you think uh larry as far as season two uh compared to season one i i think overall season two was stronger than season one for Mm me uh obviously in production value i think it just went up all across the board whether it be just the not necessarily the sets because you know they really didn't have many more but uh, you know from costumes i think her overall attire had like a little bit of an elevated feel and then the the lighting was better the sound you know everything technical about it was better and i do think that the uh, there were less kind of meh clunker episodes this season for me yeah we ended on a poor note uh, (laughs) but before then it was actually quite a strong season yeah in fact uh we had our bottom three are towards the end of the season but but yeah but uh before that it's pretty well it's pretty well mixed uh mixed around Uh, what do you think colleen Overall, I thought it was a better season as well. I did like the costumes a lot better. I did like that the kids were maturing a little bit. I just feel like that first season, there's always that awkwardness, and you don't know how they're going to turn out and how things are going to go. And I feel like by season two, they've kind of grown into the role a little bit. And Mm -hmm. and then not to mention, you know, the chemistry factor is amped up quite a yes, bit really amped up this season. <laughs> <laughs> so overall it was enjoyable i agree about the ending wasn't wonderful but um it was it was better and i enjoyed it we got a lot of laughs, laughs so. this season also yeah they ramped up niles this uh this yes he yeah. was definitely had a lot more zingers and interaction with cc yeah you can tell that really scored for them yeah so they leaned into it for season <laughs> two and i I think we got to play with Mr. Sheffield more this season too. I think he got to like let loose and have more comedic moments and have more fun uh, mm-hmm. instead of just being uptight dad, which is pretty much all he was in the majority of season one. Yeah, it was, that was one interesting thing at the uh, the Wizard Con 
panel that I listened to with it had um uh it had Renee and Nicole and Charles and um and Lauren in there uh and it was mostly pretty blah but <laughs> but but Charles said that he uh that he told them that uh, that he was that Mr. Sheffield was too stupid that they needed to make him a little bit a little bit smarter and a little oh. bit more uh uh less you know the little bit more of a dynamic character and you can see that they they did that yeah in uh, this second season and i think it's pretty common i think most shows their first season is is most comedy shows their first season i mean that considering compared to most the first season of of the nanny is actually pretty solid Mm -hmm. uh and pretty long compared to what we typically see now but um but I think I feel like a lot of shows it's the second season that they really kind of hit their stride and yeah. uh, kind of figure out the formula of what works and uh, uh, some of my favorite seasons of TV are usually season two so yeah I agree I think oh. that this is uh, pretty I mean I just know with The Office uh, season two is in my opinion season two every episode is is so funny um and there's a lot of other shows i think like that 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 uh, mm-hmm. i think big bang theory how i met your mother all season two is very good for both of those that's the final season was your favorite right of big bang theory of uh, how i met your mother oh yeah right. <laughs> oh my gosh don't get me started on that <laughs> you know what's funny about like golden girls i couldn't tell you what season is what yeah no Sophia goes through quite the makeover from season one to season two, where I think they kind of had her like idealized her as a kind of support, you know, Uh a recurring guest. And when she came on as a cast member, I mean, they really did a nice glow up for Sophia. (laughs) I found out that I was watching, I can't remember what I was watching, that I guess the actress uh, had a facelift after season one. Oh, and so really? they had to put oh, like no yeah way. and so they had because she was tired of being because she wasn't that old it was all so then they had to like put do extra makeup they must have been really irritated about it but yeah i just saw that in some all estelle getty yeah it was some like yeah. 10 things you didn't know about the golden girls or whatever i was watching I this week know that. i didn't uh, know that so either funny. It yeah. is funny though, like a show that I, I pretty much, I, I, I know I've seen every single episode of The Golden Girls multiple mm-hmm. times. Yeah. So I'm, and it's weird to think like, yeah, I, I don't know what episode really falls in what season. That's true. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it with the nanny either though, uh, if I'm being honest, and, yeah. until we did this, I, I wouldn't have yeah. been able to tell you true. where they fell. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. even harder with four with, um, older women because they're all just they all basically look this, except for her, um, Estelle Getty. They all basically look the same the whole. Se- I mean, almost the whole yeah, time. Yeah. The whole they time. sexed up um, Blanche a little bit, more so, but that was that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the, uh, I know, I know you're not the biggest fan of The Office, Larry, but like the <laughs> thing about The Office is that in season one they were really trying to be the British Office and then it so it's a lot more crass and 
uh me a little more mean-spirited then in season two they kind of let that go and uh it's so there's like a distinct difference between season one and season two and uh so uh, and and also season one is really short because it was a mid-season pickup uh so i think there's only like i don't know if there's even 10 episodes in season one it's 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 really short uh so anyway yeah it's an interesting interesting thing but i do think that uh that a lot of times season two is is one of the best of a sh- of a show and it's a really good i think with the nanny watching them like this and you know kind of watching yeah. it with more critical eye where yeah. before i i just kind of just watched it uh, <laughs> yeah exactly um right. They, they do a really good job of just enhancing what needed to be enhanced, but leaving kind of the spirit and leaving the, the heart of the show alone and letting that, the feel, it still felt very much the same show. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't, you know, because that's a, sometimes, and even within the nanny, we'll get yeah. there. Um, they do a little bit too hard of a, a turn <laughs> yeah. from right. one season to the next, right. and you're like, whoa, um, and that's where Jumping the Shark, you know, originally yeah. came from. Um, but really, these first two seasons, they flow together really well. They just improved on simple things that enhance the show overall. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, let's dive into our ranking. This is just our ranking between the three of us. We we took our scores that we'd given the episodes and we talked it out and we came up with our ranking. Uh, and uh, everybody has their ranking and that's fine. Yeah. So nobody get upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we have, there were 26 episodes in the season, which seems like a lot. That seems yeah. like it's a pretty big season, but uh, we have the Chatterbox coming in at, at number 26. I don't think that's a big surprise. Is anyone shocked out there? <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our hidden pilot. Oh, sorry to you, Terrible. Chatterbox uh, holdouts out there. Oh, my goodness. Still waiting for that, for that sitcom to, to get its fair shake. Yeah. I mean, it just, it wasn't an episode of The Nanny, so it has to be. Uh, I, <laughs> very yes. far down and it just wasn't funny uh you're like i understand why this didn't get picked up <laughs> uh, yeah so terrible yeah um all right we all agree there the next one at number 25 we have fran gets mugged so this is the season finale and what did you think about this one larry it just, it didn't feel like a season finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt more like kind of a filler, fodder, mid-season episode mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> as you were watching it. It doesn't really tie us up anywhere. It leaves us on a really weird note to conclude the season. And I mean, it has its its fun little moments here and there, but overall, definitely, definitely a weak way to conclude your, your season. Yeah. Do you agree, Colleen? Yes. It was just the same thing as season one. Just just a weird ending episode. It yeah. didn't seem to fit. Yeah, it's like something you want to stick somewhere in the middle, like you said, Larry. Just somewhere kind of hide it. If you have to have it on, if you have to air it, hide it. And they decided to make it the end. It was just odd. Yeah, and we didn't get a kiss. If they had put in a kiss... <laughs> I, it would have been, it wouldn't, it would have been maybe a little bit higher for me, but, uh, but we get the, we get close and then we don't get it. 
and that would have made it at least feel more like a a little bit more of a finale i think a season finale uh but yeah how do you think that they've done with uh maxwell and fran's relationship in season two Oh, it definitely has taken off this season. I think it's really, really well developed throughout season two of just never pushing it too far to where it feels crazy. And it it really feels like a good, authentic banter, relationship, progression. Um, Mm -hmm. So you're buying into it. And it definitely is like the best of romantic comedies where you are just like pining and waiting for them to just get together already. (laughs) Yeah. And season three is my favorite as far as their relationship. So I'm really excited to, uh, (laughs) because season four gets kind of mired in the, you take a back thing. But, uh, but I love season three, so I'm so excited to talk about it. <laughs> I, have to, I have to rewatch. I don't remember exactly what happened in season three, so yeah. I've been keeping it until ah, we have to do yeah. the episode. So I don't remember, the, like we're talking the season by season, I don't exactly remember what falls where. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Fran, Fran gets mugged, number 25. All right. Number 24, we have What the Butler Sang. And this is where we get the rare appearance of Fran's sister Nadine. And uh, are you are you, are you sad, Larry, that we only got one <laughs> appearance of Nadine? No, definitely not. Her and her husband can stay home uh, away from my TV screen. <laughs> yeah, this one. It's funny uh, that those last two episodes happened because so late in the season for this one to come up, I thought pretty solidly this would be like the bottom of the barrel <laughs> right. um when it aired it just i don't know their chemistry between friend and her sister wasn't very good her sister yeah. wasn't funny and uh, yeah she was just grading the whole episode and then when her yes. husband entered it oh. just took a whole nother level <laughs> they were not entertaining at all they just took away from the episode they just took away from everything yeah yeah even niles singing from uh uh, from Funny Girl can save it. Even sing it, Streisand, it can save yeah, it. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and it's hard to sing in an accent. So he did very well. Yes. In in an accent that's not your own. It's I mean, hard. if they had put that storyline in another episode, it would have been even. I know. It would have made something. But it would have been better. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, like you said, it couldn't salvage the episode. No. All right. At number twenty three, we have episode eleven when you pish upon a star. So, Larry, what do you think of this episode? Oh, let me... <laughs> Are you there? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. What do you think about this episode? I, I'm trying to remember even what it, it was. It was the, the child star. Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, his first appearance, that little kid who was in chatterbox trying to get his um get his due i guess in this episode uh but it was just it was far too much with him and his aggression i i mean it just made me really uncomfortable (laughs) i mean he really did i was like oh my gosh this is i don't know it's too much and the manipulation i yeah it wasn't my favorite and it most all had to do with that kid and that child star he he didn't work for me at all yeah well and he was just not good 
Yeah, and and the way that he was like coming on to Fran and stuff like that was just weird. It was just awkward. Uh, so yeah, it's a uh, it was not my favorite. Also, <laughs> um, okay. Then next we have at number twenty two, we have a star is unborn, and uh, this is episode uh, seven. So one of the earlier episodes uh, that. It, this is the one where uh the romeo and juliet uh-huh. uh and i i was higher on this than you two because <laughs> of a really good kiss <laughs> yes in <were>. this one <laughs> and I, I i did watch the uh behind the scenes little thing that came with our series dvd thing uh-huh. and they were saying i guess that fran actually got hurt doing the the flying thing oh really and, and, oh, yeah wow. that there was actually a um, injury on set. Yeah, injury on set. Oh boy. <laughs> I guess. Um, so, uh, but yeah, and you do get the weird. It, it's, it's very uh, meta in the end. A joke with uh, Peter Mark Jackson playing the the gay actor mm-hmm. in the play, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, with what happened later on, that's kind of a strange moment. But, um. But anyway, Fran should have picked up signs earlier. I know, <laughs> evidently. Uh, but yeah, I love, I do love that rehearsal scene. It's so good. Oh my gosh. But, I just, yes, the rehearsal in the house. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, yes, the yeah. rehearsal in the house is really good. Uh, it's just the rehearsal on their little makeshift set. I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean it makes it a little bit better to know that it's like intentionally just horrible but you're still like oh my god <laughs> what is she wearing I what know. is going on why does Juliet have that weird little thing on her head I just could not yeah yeah good. all right so then at number 21 we have uh, and then, I think I would probably have this a tad higher. We have the strike, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not. I can't remember why we had it quite this low. I think but... it was my, this one was my fault. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think what? I went. I think I went lower than you two when it came to the score <laughs> on this what, one. What didn't you like about the strike? I think just the strike. I think I just got bogged down too much in like him dragging her across that picket line was just like (laughs) too much for me where I was like, what is he doing? Why would you do that? It just seems outrageous. Um, And I don't think you like to sell Jesse Raphael stuff as much as, as I thought it was just, okay. I think, I think everything I was like, there were definitely really funny moments. And then there were moments where I was like, "Mm." (laughs) <laughs> too much in one episode i feel the sally jesse mm-hmm. stuff just got to be like there's just too much on top of the strike it was like it was like but that outfit on the show was everything yeah <laughs> you remember oh, that? oh yeah that? yeah that's yeah. I think one, of, the... one of the first times she does her black white red combo yes oh yeah and and also that's when she wears the striped todd oldman oh, dress right at the beginning that yeah that dress is good. Fa- <laughs> well, and the, yeah, and then we get the ugly, like downgraded version for the right. actor premiere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were like, why didn't they wear the, switch the yeah. mask there? Why <laughs> did you wear the ugly version? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then, then you have the whole thing with Maggie wanting to go to the to the concert. I think in that episode, and it ends it ends with them eating hot dogs and and uh, I just want someone I can I can eat hot dogs with and talk, you know, whatever at the end that cute scene between the two of them. Uh, but yeah, the there. I mean, it is also like laying it on pretty thick that they're doing a musical of Norma Ray. <laughs> She's crossing yes. the picket line. Yeah, yes. I mean, I think that's the whole picket line thing with the play was was definitely what I got, I guess, hung up on the yeah. most in the episode. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Number twenty uh, is episode uh, eighteen, the nanny behind the man, and this is the one where Grandma Yetta ends up getting set up with the. Uh, the playwright, uh, the hard-drinking Hemingway-esque kind of uh-huh. playwright. And this one has some pretty funny jokes, I think, in it. Um, I, it's, uh, it, it's, we're getting towards this middle section that are pretty, pretty fine, they're, I would say. Yeah, this it one. Had I mean, yeah. what else could, be? I mean, that always adds a little bit to it. Yeah yeah uh again just her teaching cc that little walk is the most iconic part of this episode for me one of yetta's best <laughs> moments uh <laughs> yeah but her, yeah everything to do with yetta her interactions with mr sheffield all of that really elevates this episode um mm-hmm. but the problem is, is i don't remember all that much outside of yetta that stood out as like really great yeah i i like to the uh there was a lot of andrew Lloyd weber jokes in this yes. episode because they're trying to get uh him to sign with them the playwright as opposed to andrew Lloyd weber so there's some pretty good ones there but yeah uh so all right number 19 uh is the playwright and this is the second episode of the season and this is the one where fran goes ends up meeting this guy from her past that she had uh, been kind of rude to so she agrees to go on this date with him with richard kind and uh he ends up almost committing suicide and uh then they end up dancing the hustle um her fashion was particularly bad in this episode (laughs) i really hated her dresses Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What do you What do you remember about this one? The play going. We're going all the way back to the oh. first episode of season two. <laughs> the play. Uh, yeah, this one. There's. I think the like physical comedy when he's getting ready to like jump. Yeah. Uh, and then like running around, her like taking desserts and uh, pulling people out of there. I mean, all of that was definitely the funniest part of the episode. The hustle was was fun too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I didn't particularly care for the like her and Brighton juxtaposition storyline leading up to that. Uh-huh. And then of course the trope of like ugly girl gets super pretty. Uh, just gotta fix her up oh, for the dance. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> So, I mean, just that one thing. And Richard Kind's character was just so ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> like, he's so over the top. Like, saved stuff from high school, and right? Didn't yeah, he yeah. High school? Yes. And I was like, oh my goodness. It was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So then at number 18, we have the Nanny Napper. This is the sixth episode 
of season two and this is the one where fran accidentally uh ends up with a lady's baby uh from the uh, subway and they end up spending the day kind of caring for the baby and there's also a uh, uh there's also a huge gay pride going on and so they're trying to get to the the so there's some jokes with that particularly with mr sheffield um and uh yeah i mean it's a pretty funny episode but um i some of the stuff with fran and the and some of the stuff at the some of the stuff lands really well at the uh uh at the off sheriff's office i guess you call it uh police station police station uh and some of it doesn't some of it feels Mm -hmm. really dated the way they treat (laughs) fran and some of the other stuff Uh but the the, i mean the joke with with the prostitute and cc and niles that is hilarious that is really funny (laughs) yes yeah i think there's a lot of really funny moments that stick out in this episode like her getting her hair pushed down like oh yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, i think it's a really fun moment and then when she comes out her hair is flat and like (laughs) kind of slicked back um yeah uh, the stripper Mm -hmm. i mean the strip search part is definitely the like whoa uh (laughs) and then rachel sort of kind of learned what a houseboy is they used to not (laughs) (laughs) she at least heard the term yeah that was Uh, (laughs) new to me I actually thought most of the pride jokes were pretty funny about like, oh, come on, you're a, a Hollywood producer. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I loved her on that subway, like, fighting that guy and stealing the baby. <laughs> Ridiculous, but yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that one, that one was pretty funny, uh, even if it's at uh, 18. I think we all liked it pretty well yeah. overall. It's just there's some parts that were kind of dated. All right, number 17, we have Pishki Business. And this is the one where Fran has to pretend to be CC and see after CC attacks the Wallace Shawn's character <laughs> to get the cab. <laughs> and I, I do love the whole scene when they're in CC's apartment and they're, uh, they're uh, the, you have Mr. Sheffield hiding in the, in the, in, in the closet. Mm-hmm. and uh that whole conversation that's just like such classic romantic comedy kind of tropes going on there uh and uh i think it, it does sort of further their a little bit further their relationship the episode but uh but yeah i mean it's 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 also pretty dated as far as this whole idea of of uh uh of trying to please this this man in the way that they do old nasty man yeah yeah uh but uh and and i do like the you see a little bit of uh that cc you know she has like the picture of the that came with the frame (laughs) that that was a pretty funny scene a pretty funny moment yeah i think there's some yeah some really fun physical comedy in this episode for fran Mm -hmm. too plus it's always kind of fun to see cc get like knocked down a notch in mm-hmm. in this kind of way 
So like obviously Niles like get throws zingers at her all the time, but to a point where she doesn't have <laughs> can't call the shots on anything because Mr. Sheffield's so mad that she attacked the guy they're trying to win over. Yeah. <laughs> so she right. just has like, to no. be shut down and go with the plan. She has not, just gotta yeah. go with it now. And yeah. it, it, it's it was simple, but it was just nice to see a new set for one episode. Yes. You know, and it really was what you would picture CC kind of to be like very kind of contemporary and minimalist and that kind of thing so yeah all right well our next one is colleen's favorite oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <I did. laughs> number 16 is lamb chops on the menu and uh yeah so colleen you just are not that big of a lamb chop fan <laughs> correct no <laughs> i went back when i was listening for the ring to go back and get the rankings and I'm like, I cannot believe I said what I said about this, but when I ranked Lamb Chop with my dislike of the Teletubbies and Barney and I, I that still holds true today. Yeah. <laughs> not a fan. Yeah, I mean I think those I mean those in fairness, those shows are not made for us. They're right. made for little no, children. So right. Little toddlers. But, uh, it's definitely like that's the subset of shows that once you grow out, you are done. You know, yeah. like after that, those those are shows you can come back and watch and still enjoy even through nostalgia. But like Barney and that level of show, there is no nostalgia. Like it, yeah. once you're done, you're just like, ooh, okay, this is unbearable to watch as an adult. Right. It's not the it's not Sesame Street. It's not the Bob. Yeah. It's not Mister Rogers. It's yeah. Not, Although I, I mean, come I, on. Yeah, I do think that that lamb chops is pretty cute, though, and maybe it's just because my uh my grandma loved uh sock monkey sock monkeys, mm -hmm. and she had this huge collection and, and of sock monkeys, and I know it's a sock uh lamb, lamb but it's still so <laughs> yes. I, I think it's pretty cute, and and she is was a phenomenal ventriloquist. Yeah. Like I said in the episode, she's way better than Charlie Bergen. Uh, or, I mean, what's his name? Um, Edgar Bergen. Edgar yeah. Bergen, Charlie McCarthy. He was way, she's way better than, uh, than Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy to me. I, 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 I just thought she, you could not see her lips move at all. It was very impressive. But, uh, yeah, but there's well, it's especially impressive when she starts screaming, like having lamb chops scream. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't move her mouth. You're like, wow. But yeah. I, as Colleen knows, uh, this was def This would probably be higher on my own personal one because <laughs> I just I thought lamb chop was so funny in this whole episode. I don't know the material they gave her was really fun. Mm -hmm. Seeing her like tucked and put with that little <laughs> mask on her eyes. To <laughs> <laughs> or Val, like even just Val not wanting to wake her up or go see her and all of the jokes that came with that. Yeah. And then, of course, we had Colleen herself come in uh, in the form of Chester and just eat lamb chop up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and when oh, you see sorry. lamb chops in the laundry, that is pretty hilarious. So like funny. she stuck to the, the, the dowel. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it ended up at number six quite racy too some of these little yeah. jokes they gave lamb chop were quite racy i was like oh my <laughs> yeah they were uh 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, all right. Then next we have at number 15, we have I've Got a Secret. This is the episode where Maxwell has a celebrity guest who is healing from plastic surgery. And supposedly it's Cher. <laughs> at the end, I. I she's a little short for share but nevertheless uh that is this episode there were some pretty funny gags uh you know it's always funny when maxwell's getting very angry <laughs> at and there were some moments like that where he's very uh misfied uh, in this one oh. and uh and so yeah that's there's not a whole lot that stands out to me that i remember but Bear's i on fran's fingers oh yeah that's like the most standout moment in my brain is yeah, like suction. And then she didn't she didn't get was it her that didn't get that share was share? Like she oh, yeah. wasn't getting the joke oh, or yeah. getting who it was. Yeah. I'm yelling share. <laughs> oh, and then we had our infamous drag queen at the end. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, her cousin. Yeah. Her cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, number 14. So we're in our top 15 now. Top uh, number 14 is Stock Tip, uh, which uh, I think I might have had this one a little higher. I I'm actually, I guess I'm a little bit shocked too at, at it placing at this part. I thought, yeah, I, I do thought we think we all liked it quite a bit. That Fran, as the, as the, uh, the man, uh, was pretty hilarious and well done. Like they did a pretty good makeup job. Yeah, like we all oh, said, yeah, like totally if she was walking around, this. we would have no idea that was Fran Drescher. No. <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the whole sort of uh, panic of Mr. Sheffield and uh, and this uh, and this and Fran as a man was pretty well done, pretty funny. I mean, yeah, it just reminded me of old school, I love Lucy, like mm-hmm. to a T uh, format of Fran sneaking in and shenanigans ensue. <laughs> this yeah. was the episode where we had that big conversation about Corbin Bergson and all his Christmas movies. Yeah, right? all Hallmark, <laughs> a Hallmark star. So, uh, so, all right, and number 13, we have Take Back Your Mink. And this is the one where Fran inherits the mink coat uh and she's going to she doesn't want to take it because she doesn't want to uh to influence maggie in any kind of bad way and i do appreciate these episodes where fran is good at her job and she's a good nanny and she's good with the kids and you get that uh sense that she's the real heart of the whole family with uh with these episodes and so yeah her and it i mean this one was a really good sylvia episode because she is so mad at <laughs> yes uh, yeah sylvia is really funny in this episode i love the exchange with her grandma yetta and the others when they're sitting there doing the will reading uh there's some really funny moments in there too 
and then of course it's always fun when we get like Sylvia taking Fran into the kitchen <laughs> to talk to her when it's just like this open easy to hear through window to see from the kitchen of the living room but obviously i love a good pro animal pro environment message so (laughs) this was all about that yeah and they're like if if you if this is in your if they were in your house you'd call an exterminator yeah (laughs) it's a rodent (laughs) um uh so all right then at number 12 we have a fine friendship is number 12 and this one is pretty funny it the the whole scene with her and maxwell trying to put on the dress is pretty iconic i'd say yes it was the best part this is the episode we learned that only gay men know about tiramisu oh yeah we were all we were all educated on that that pro tip you're all like really (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh and we have uh the the guy from reba here on this one as the not gay gay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we have terrible fashion in this one yeah that red dress was so ugly uh we did not (laughs) like it but there's some good laughs that it's a pretty funny one i think um all right then we have at number 11 we have strange bedfellows and this is the one where fran becomes kind of obsessed that uh that mr sheffield's going to kick her to the curb as soon as the kids are grown up and she's there's gonna be no future for her and she gets sloshed at the nanny party uh and she ends up in mr sheffield's bedroom and uh, it's pretty 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 funny and uh her I think her dress is pretty iconic in this one. That that gold, yeah, the gold dress. Yeah, that gold dress is really pretty. Her again, that physical acting really coming in handy for Fran. She's really great at it, and this was uh, another chance for her to show it off as she's coming into the house, yeah. <laughs> looking around, talking about <laughs> Diane Keaton and her suits. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that whole gag with her like sleeping and then waking up and sending cc up to <laughs> get oh, him yeah. breakfast is all just a really funny funny gag mm-hmm. yeah and we learned that uh that mr sheffield's uh tell is singing georgia girls now we now we know <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah the things uh, you learn <laughs> all right and now we're in our top 10 very exciting and number 10 we have material fran this is episode four of the season and this is the one where fran goes out on a date with a much older man and uh no this is the one where they go to the concert i was wrong this is oh, the one yeah, this is it yeah oh, i was yeah. wrong uh but uh but yeah this you get to see a lot of heart that fran is is not there's more to her than just being kind of she's not just a ditz like she there's more to her that uh compare you know she's got her friend who from high school is happy to just kind of be this you know this arm candy for this older man and she can't do it and uh so 
uh, there's, you know, and you get to see a lot of sort of Mr. Sheffield's reaction to Fran going out with this older man. And there's uh, some pretty good jokes, I'd say. And uh, yeah, and then at the end is when they're eating the hot dogs together. Yeah, obviously a lot of age shaming, but I think it was done really funny. Yeah. Right. Most of the age jokes were really funny <laughs> in this episode with all the flowers and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either went really well or we're hosting his wake. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, all right. Now, this would definitely be much higher for me. <laughs> is Number nine is Kindervelt Days. And this is the one where Fran uh, ends up going to her uh, camp reunion, I believe. And she really wants to impress... Um, she really wants to impress this girl that she's really competitive with. She ends up uh, getting to go with... Uh, what's his name? Eric Estrada. Uh, <laughs> yes, she's going with Eric Estrada. She wins the contest and uh and then he kind of leaves her there and then mr sheffield comes and saves the day and they have their dance and it's so cute <laughs> and uh so i love this one uh larry why are you such a girl <laughs> 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 it's your fault but it's, it's, it's a nine. Oh my my low ball score uh, <laughs> This one definitely has yeah. funny moments in it yeah. as well when they're like looking through Fran's stuff up in the attic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's definitely really a lot of fun. And there's certainly some fun jokes there too at the end. Her, well, uh, <laughs> see, I remember really weird stuff because I'm just remembering like, oh, her really weirdly ripping a dress that should not have ripped. But oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it's really like it's like a knit. Yeah, that fabric would not have ripped so easily. <laughs> yeah, but that's true. It's just stuff, apparently, Rachel, that takes off. <laughs> Another flat uh, hair moment, but her hair looks, oh, she looks yeah. great with that flat hair uh, in this episode. And the dress was gorgeous, too, that she wears to her reunion. So, <laughs> is this the one where she has it up? Is that. Uh, that Sylvia says, I would have put it up a couple more inches. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, I think remember, so. But, and then yeah. she doesn't want to take the helmet off because <laughs> it <laughs> got flattened on the yeah. the motorcycle ride. Yeah. This is also the one where Cece was trying to quit smoking. Oh, and yeah, that's funny. All that uh, uh, was doing was giving her, giving her like, food. Feeding <laughs> <laughs> or feeding her. But that their dance, that's a big moment. It's a big moment for the couple, I think. And uh, if you were making a highlight reel, if you're making one of those cheesy uh, YouTube videos, which I love, by the way, of, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> you would definitely have you know, one of those like, it's in his kiss or whatever, and you, or you have some cheesy pop song, and you put it, uh, put it with clips of the nanny. I love those videos, and uh, and this would definitely be in there for sure. Uh, all right, so number eight is the curse of the grandmas. This is episode five of the season, and this is where we get Fran as our little wilderness explorer person, and uh, as leader of the troop. And that was pretty cute. <laughs> 
<laughs> I liked her, uh, her sort of sexy troop outfit. Yes, I loved yes. her little outfit. Yeah. And Grace tries three times <laughs> to adopt a grandparent, and each time they end up dying. Uh, so finally, so finally, she ends up adopting Yetta, and Yetta's kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> stay away from me, kid. Yeah. Well, I've had a good life. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you're a Yetta fan, this is a really fun one. Yeah. And uh, Cece, what is she doing on this? She has to go. Um, she has to go somewhere because she's flying out and Niles has the line of like, he can ride in the basket with Toto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, perhaps she melted. I'll look for a pointy hat and Chanel suit because it was raining outside. Right. Um, so yeah, I just remember some, some really <laughs> funny stuff. Oh, I also remember Fran like kind of giving him a, a chore. Just, is this that one? No. No, I think this is the one where one of the ladies is interested in hiring Niles. One of the moms oh, of the... Yeah. I think it's in this episode. I, yeah. And so Fran's kind of upset that that nobody's interested in hiring her. Yeah. And so because this was episode five, right? Yeah, episode five. Okay. So, all right. Number seven is episode three. Everybody needs a bubby. And this is where grandma yetta has to stay at the sheffields and i guess we're just super big yetta fans on this podcast <laughs> because <laughs> her episodes are all pretty high and this is a pretty funny one with her just causing all kinds of trouble in the house and mr sheffield not, not handling it well yeah, this one, Mr. Sheffield had, like, my favorite moment and line of the entire episode. It's really, even when you're watching Body Heat. <laughs> it's, like, my, the funniest moment of the whole episode for me. But, yes, I just love Yetta <laughs> running around the house, giving these crazy advice and <laughs> confusing everyone, burning things in her room. Like, yeah. Yeah. So and the what was it the cream cheese oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh all right so number six i might have this one if it was just me have it a little bit higher but number six is canasta masta this is mm -hmm. episode 16 this is where brighton ends up replacing fran on Ramayetta's uh, <laughs> Canasta team in Atlantic City. They go to Atlantic City. We get her classic advice on on how to uh, how to eat at a at a um, buffet, which I think is pretty hilarious. Oh yeah, with the shrimp. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh, he's like salads are for suckers. <laughs> uh -huh. And uh, also, I just love Fran when she is kind of like a little girl she's like they don't want to play with me <laughs> oh, right. it's, like, it's like you mean they like they want my son to be on, on the team and not you yes <laughs> no you know she's like i just love that whole scene i think it's so funny 
And they were my friends first. <laughs> of course, we get some more great Sylvia and Yetta running around. Yeah. Sylvia right. particularly when she, like, kicks Fran off the team. Yeah. Uh, and Yetta, like, good. marking the car. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the little outfits. Oh, yeah, I loved her, like, breaking the news to Mr. Sheffield, too, the first time. That, like, oh, yeah, I found I found him an activity to be a part of. Uh, it's going to be my Grandma Yetta's Canasta team. <laughs> and Mr. Sheffield's reaction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Then we have, uh, we're in top five. So at number five, we have a kiss. It's just a kiss. And I am a huge fan of this episode, as we all know. (laughs) This is, uh, I think I almost gave it a perfect score, if I'm not mistaken. I love this episode. I mean, it's so funny. Everything with the kissing contest is hilarious. It's a little weird, but it's hilarious. And and I just love the the kiss is so great. I mean, I think you can make an argument it's one of the the best tv kisses ever i mean it's so good and i just love when i just love when she's like sorry to be tough with you you had to learn (laughs) yeah (laughs) that you had to learn with like the the, the stinger on that whole thing yeah and i love the the, when he comes up and she's you know all eating pizza and she's like oh no it's italian glade fresh italian whatever (laughs) It's really funny, and uh, they just have such great chemistry, the two of them, and uh, I love it. It's so good. I do always think it's a little bit weird when they put, like, Fran and Maggie in, like, competition with each other. Yeah. That is always, like, a weird dynamic of, like, why do you, uh, you do this more than once, and every time I'm always like, why is this, why are you putting them in competition? I don't understand. Yeah. But everything else is is really fun in the episode. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Oh that, my that gosh, with Val's little outfit, her little country outfit. When oh. They go, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just forgot about that. <laughs> Talk about a, an iconic fashion moment that is in France. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and and uh, <laughs> Philly Ray Cyrus is like, "Why did I hire you?" <laughs> uh, all right, number four, we have the will. And this has so many funny jokes of, you know, Fran not wanting to talk about it, the whole pish pish kind of a thing. <laughs> and the, uh, and so the whole, uh, the whole scene at dinner yes. with when she is taking all the food from off of Mr. <laughs> Sheffield's plate and the sauces and everything is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's like uh, sitcom shenanigans done in its best. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. We're using that as lotion, and yeah, I mean, just so over the top and ridiculous, but so funny. Yeah, this was very. I know I mentioned it once sometime during the season that this is very like John Ritter, Three's Company type yeah. stuff, which she does. Like I said, I think she's one of the best of the females to do that stuff. Yeah, agreed. So. All right, number three, top three, we have uh, the very first episode of the season. We have Fran Light, and this is when Mr. Sheffield starts to date a woman who looks a lot like Fran, and this this is a pretty hilarious episode, and I just love how, how Fran just, she is, 
she's so oblivious to the fact that 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 she's this i think her name was leslie if i'm not mistaken that she's so much like uh like her uh, and she's and and she's just so taken with this woman you know like oh just she's her. just great how could you not like her? she's a she's a she's such a winner uh but yeah i mean this is a great way to start off the the season i think with this episode mm-hmm. yeah and also you get the very funny kind of b plot of brighton uh oh, being yes. embarrassed at at uh at which I think is hilarious, you know, the being, being small. small. He's yeah. like gherkin. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely, <laughs> this is definitely one of those episodes where both plot lines are really strong, and I think mm-hmm. that's that it is what ended up making it be so high on our list. It's just, yeah, the Brighton plot line was just as good as the like Fran lookalike date plot line. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you had asked me before this before we started the podcast this is one of the ones that i remember the most is is fran light uh because of that whole yeah he's small it's hilarious it's really funny um all right number two we have episode 21 uh, a close shave (laughs) and this one i mean especially i mean there's so many funny jokes uh as far as cc taking cooking lessons it's oh really funny uh, but also the whole thing with her ending up being the candy striper who's putting the shaving cream <laughs> on maxwell and uh, and then niles coming in and being like upping for a raise yeah bucking for a raise (laughs) (laughs) i I even i just again the the face acting from fran is so good (laughs) the face she has and she's like feeling around (laughs) like i don't know i don't know what she was doing either honestly Uh, she was just like feeling around the area after she sprayed but yeah uh it's really again over the top and ridiculous but you also get like those moments you talk about rachel of fran being just a really good nanny and Mm -hmm. a really good influence on maggie um and also being a good friend to like help her out but yeah um so you get all of it the heart the shenanigans cc niles everything you want in a good fran episode yeah yeah exactly uh, she's good at her job and she has a close relationship with uh with maggie and, and it's funny the way maggie kind of is like and the whole thing with her being well maybe not 16 maybe 18 no. <laughs> that whole thing is funny and uh so all right number one that our favorite episode of season two is the wine cellar is our favorite this is you get all the jokes with the 50th birthday party for sylvia which she's had several times now (laughs) uh which is funny you have uh you have the whole thing uh with uh with niles strange dating preferences (laughs) that he's interested in fran's cousin uh but really the cream of this episode is fran and Cece stuck in the wine cellar and we find out that that cc and maxwell were alone on a desert island and he's in fiji or whatever and he still didn't do anything wasn't interested in her and 
and uh and she sees it as this romantic moment and fran's like uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh but you get cc's giant hair uh is, is funny and her makeover oh yeah that was great i loved hearing that story about fran at the like black friday clearance sale oh, yeah. <laughs> at Loman. <laughs> the dressing room dimples everywhere and not one on a face so, uh, yeah pretty much everything between cc and fran was really funny in that cellar plus i mean this is another one that has everything i like because we add in sylvia and yetta with their moment sylvia doing her pretend like surprised face coming in plus she looked great too i forgot that red oh, dress yeah yeah, she looks wonderful. And then Yetta <laughs> running around with Brighton, um, pretending it's his uh, bar mitzvah coming up or, or something and getting money from all of the oh, yeah. kids at the party. <laughs> yeah, so there's just like, more shenanigans from everyone in this one. And it's, it's probably probably the funniest episode, I would say, of season two for me. And you- I, like, I like something that we... I mean, you already knew it was there, but you get to see the girl chemistry, you know, between uh-huh. um, Fran and Cece. I'd like to see that when the yeah. women kind of bond over something, even if they pretend to hate each other or really hate each other, they find out they have something in common or can manage to get along for yeah. a little while. Yeah, I agree. Until and- Sylvia throws her under the bus and gets locked back in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. That is our favorite. Let us know what your favorite is of season two. We'd love to hear in the comment section or on. Wait, there's a call. We'd we'd love to hear uh, which one's your favorite. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Frankcast14, and uh, we would love to talk about any of these episodes because really, I mean, you're still watching the nanny, even unless you're watching the Chatterbox. That's the only one. <laughs> That's a skip skip and your rewatch is okay. We forgive it. Yeah. And we have a special, uh, we we decided since last season, kind of by accident, we we ended up uh, covering The Beautician and the Beast in between seasons. So next week we are going to cover the failed, uh, failed show that got Fran the opportunity to in the nanny we are going to talk about princesses uh i've only been able to find two of the episodes we may just cover those two i'm going to try to find any more but but anyway i think it could be kind of interesting to to kind of look at what didn't work about the show and uh kind of i think we're going to try to do that in between each of the seasons is talk about either one of her movies or one of her shows uh maybe we'll talk about happily divorced or living with fran or and all the different stuff that she's done uh, I think it'll be fun in between. It's a little breather. So that's what we're going to do next week uh, for the show. And uh, we'll be excited to dive into season three. I, I certainly am. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, uh, Larry, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me over on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And Colleen? I am on Twitter and Instagram at L-E-L-E-44094. And our FranCast Instagram is FranCast1993. Yeah, make sure you check that out. And also we have our FranCast 
logo in the merch store. And you can even get a Frankcast mask if you want. <laughs> if you really want to represent with pride, you can get a mask. You can get anything you want at Tee Public. We'll put a link in the description. Check it out. We also have our patron group, which is so much fun. Please check that out. Consider becoming. It's only $2 a month for all of the fun benefits and to get to help out, support us and what we do. Really appreciate that. So thanks so much. And we will get ready for season three. Uh, bye, everyone. Bye. bye.